Hello, everyone. The short format podcast comes to you first this month, and it's a good one. Stay tuned till the end for some tips for how to use your iPhone to take some great photos. Welcome to STEM Punks. STEM Punks is a bi-monthly podcast intended to bring science, technology, engineering, straight to your ears from our STEM Punk studio. Hang on, we'll take you for a ride that includes a whole lot of fun and a little bit of education on the side. Stay tuned. Nice to be in orbit. <laughs> Welcome to the STEM Punks podcast. My name is Joe Garut, and I will be your host. And with me, as always, is my buddy, Stembot. Stembot, how are you today? I'm good, Joe. Excited about this episode. Me too. It's been something that I've wanted to do for a while because as I shoot more video, I've been looking into the settings of my camera more closely. We decided we'd call back Tom and see if we could get some details from an expert. Let's jump right into that interview, okay? Okay, Joe, here we go. Hey everyone, we have Tom Harrop back in the studio today, and we are going to talk about the technical side of cameras and specifically some video questions. Tom, let's just start off easy. Can you explain what ISO, shutter speed, and aperture have to do with anything? I learned it in college, but, you know, I had to restudy it again in order to start taking some more quality photos and video. Yes, uh, thanks for having me on again. Uh, Very simply, the ISO in your camera determines how sensitive your camera chip is to light. A higher ISO number, like 800 or 1600, allows video capture in very low light. The shutter speed helps to interpret motion in the frame. A slower shutter speed will allow the image to blur. In some cases, that's good. Um, For example, if you're shooting video of a fountain or a waterfall, a slight blur in the waterfall can be beautiful. Finally, the aperture you choose uh, determines what is in focus in front of and behind the subject on which you're focused. A small aperture number which means a larger opening in the lens creates shallow focus. This means you can create film-like effects such as focus pulling. That's when you focus on something and then quickly snap the focus to something else as kind of a surprise. Well, it sounds like we have another podcast in the making with things like focus pulling. But for now, let's just go with how you choose which ISO, shutter speed, and aperture you want. Well, usually we set the ISO at the lowest speed that we can use in the current lighting situation. For shutter speed, there's a rule of thumb that most videographers use, and that is we set the shutter speed to a number that is twice the frame rate we're using. For most video production, we use a frame rate of about 30 frames per second, which means a shutter speed of about a 60th of a second. And finally, for aperture, we usually choose something around uh, f5.6 or f8. If your lens has a very large opening, like f2.8 or even larger, then you can focus on something and let everything else in the frame fall out of focus. Keep in mind that the focus permitted by the aperture uh, is also affected by the focal length of the lens you're using, as well as how close you are to the thing you're capturing. That is so much to take in and remember and then utilize in the field. You can see why I had to go back to it after taking it in college so many years ago. Lately, when I have been making videos with my Sony camera, I have been exploring something called S-Log2 and S-Log3. Can you explain a little bit about that for our listeners? I'd be happy to. Um, S-Log is a contrast curve that's applied to some video files. 
For me, it's easiest to think about it as a combination of camera raw and high dynamic range imaging. When you apply the S-Log 1, 2, or 3 curve to your video, you'll see immediately that the image becomes flat and colorless. This is because, like the camera raw file, the video must be color timed by the editor before it shows any real contrast or color saturation. The biggest benefit to S-Log is that it creates images with a very long tonal range. These files can have a range of about 14 stops, which is about twice the range that you would get with a normal video camera. Oh man, that flatness you describe is really tough to see in the screen of the camera when I'm shooting because it's not always true to the colors that I'm actually seeing in the room or outside. But when I get it into post-production, I really like the fact that all the data is there, deep blacks, rich highlights, and I can do anything I want with the color. So I really like it. Do you see a downside to S-Log? Well, I'm afraid like most things in life, there, are, uh, there is. Uh, there are a couple of problems, really. The first is that you have to be quite knowledgeable about video, color, and contrast to interpret the files and to make them look great. The second problem is that S-Log only works with ISO speeds faster than about 1600 or in some cases 3200 ISO. This means it can't be used very easily in bright daylight. And also, unless that capture is handled very carefully, S-Log can result in visual noise in your video. I know exactly what you're talking about. I experienced some of that in some of my early testing. But with the setting on the camera that allows me to show zebra striping for the overexposed parts of the image, I've actually been able to avoid that. I also balance it out by making sure that I don't get my ISO too high. And as far as the lower limitation on that, on that Sony camera, which is an A6300, I can go down to 800. It does limit me a little bit, but so far I've been able to work around it. Now, to kind of wrap things up for those listening at home who may not have a fancy camera, let's help them out by giving them some tips about how to shoot things with their phone. Um, are there any special accessories or lenses or anything that you've discovered that make doing that better or just using the phone alone? What's your experience? Yeah, the first thing that I recommend is using something to stabilize your camera. Uh, whether you're shooting stills or video, that will always make your images come out better. I carry a selfie stick that uses Bluetooth to turn my camera on and off. The stick also has legs that screw onto the bottom so that I can stabilize my phone just like I would putting a regular camera on a tripod. Finally, we recently bought a set of special lenses that clip onto the phone. There are versions of these lenses that are very cheap, but I think you should avoid them. Uh, they're not really made well and they don't get, won't give you really sharp images. The set that I purchased cost about $40, but they're made out of metal and have great quality glass lenses. Uh, the set has a macro lens which lets me capture images very close up, and a wide angle lens that is great for landscapes and panoramas and building interiors. If you want to capture your classroom or a restaurant or even your house, the wide angle lens is a great way to go. My lens came with a lanyard that goes around my neck. Uh, this is not just for fun. I originally thought it kind of looked geeky and I wasn't going to use it. But it's very easy to knock the lens off your camera while you're shooting. If you don't have it attached around your neck with that lanyard, it can easily fall on the ground and shatter and you're going to be out $40 if you want to get another set of lenses. Tom, thank you so much. Everyone, that was Tom Harrop with us again today, and we are running over our time, so we're going to cut right to the end credits. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Stempunks podcast. Say goodbye, Stembot. Goodbye, Stembot. 
The STEM Punks podcast is brought to you by Cottywomple Creative. A Cottywomple is a purposeful journey towards a vague destination. Cottywomple Creative purposefully creates artwork and items of interest just for you. Check them out at cottywomplecreative.com. And many thanks to all of our patrons on Patreon. We really appreciate you. We've made another milestone in our support, and we're very grateful to all of you for being there for the journey. Thank you all so much. Thank you.